Welcome to Jeff in Motion. Um, yeah. Jeff in Motion. <laughs> uh, hell of a day. Um, a lot of <laughs> beating my head against the wall trying to figure out uh, programming stuff, and it was hard, and I didn't quite figure it out. But, so, what did I, what did I promise that I was going to talk about on Wednesday? Um... I believe it was how to, uh, the friend zone and how to go about not looking as yourself in the friend zone. And um, uh, also, I think I, I teased talking about prejudices I've held over from high school about like groups of people and whatnot. But guess what? We're not going to talk about that, motherfuckers. We're going to talk about robots because of the Serving Ice podcast, and they've got my dander up. And not because of what they said in the pod, their podcast this week, but because of conversations I've had with them outside of the podcast. So, give you like a couple sentence summary of what they talked about. They talked about robots, can you, uh, and when robots inevitably become as intelligent as humans, and would you have sex with one, would you love one, do you believe in robot civil rights, all that kind of stuff. And um, while they're all fun hypothetical questions that just basically test the limits of what you think civil rights are. Here's my thing. Here's my issue with the uh, whole robot civil rights. Would you love a human intelligent robot um, or sentient robot? Our, uh, just topic of discussion. There's no reason. Okay, wait. I, I've got to. I've got to back up a few steps. Artificial intelligence. Um, it's been theorized that we will eventually be able to make computers, and therefore robots that are as smart. Like, have brains that work the same way as humans. And while hypothetically I do believe that's possible, um, although it is proving difficult, I don't think it's practical. Um, To make an artificial intelligence for any reason other than to prove you can... Like, a true sentient artificial intelligence. The only practical reason to do so is just, like, to prove that you can do it. Because we have artificial intelligence right now. Advanced artificial intelligence. But you can't think of AI as making... Uh, hu- like human-like intelligence. Netflix. The Netflix suggestion algorithm is very a very advanced piece of programming that just looks at the numbers and intelligently suggests to you things you might like based on things other people like. That's an artificial intelligence. And it's very practical, very efficient, very useful. The 
Amazon.com shipping algorithm, which uh, Amazon has completely robotic uh, shipping warehouses where it rearranges the stock based on an algorithm so that the things that ship the most often are closest to where you actually ship the items. That's advanced, it's smart, it's intelligent. That was a bit redundant. So, now, this really seems to be the direction that that practical day-to-day artificial intelligence is heading. And um, I like to, because it always comes with robots, so I I always like to use a Roomba as an example. The Roomba needs to know the best way to vacuum. It needs to use statistical data to learn the best way to vacuum the the room it's been placed in. There is no reason a Roomba needs to know what art is to vacuum better. This is where I'm coming from. This hypothetical of would you love a robot, would you, would you, you know, fight for robot rights is kind of positing that every single computer and robot at some point in time will have human-level intelligence. Which, why on earth would we do that? You don't want a cell phone that's going to argue with you. You don't want a Roomba that's going to get depressed because it can't follow its true passion, which is writing poetry. You just... You want... So, and I'm, I'm speaking with the Serving Ice fellows on an online chat, and mm, I am saying things to them like this, and the arguments I'm getting back is, ah, that's robotist, you're just against, you know, robot rights. And I'm saying, no, hypothetically, if for some reason every fucking appliance in our life has feelings and emotions, then yeah, I don't want to hurt them. But what I'm saying is, a step before that, there's no practical economic reason to give every computer in our daily lives the ability to get depressed over things. It's just, that would, that would not be a good way to run that just that we wouldn't things would just break the fuck down all the time because computers would strike and get sad or get mad like <sighs> all right i've got to stop into uh my grandmother's house briefly so i'm going to pause this recording uh Alright, I successfully picked up string cheese to give to my brother um, for reasons that involve a long story that I don't have time for. Um, I am going to drive another minute or two 
and have to put you guys on pause again. Because I Pizza Friday, I'm picking up pizza from a different pizza store today. So, yes. So, I will be speaking to you guys post-pizza this Friday. <clears throat> so, without having somebody to bounce the ideas off and argue with, I guess I've pretty much kind of put my foot down on robots and robots' rights. Yes, I believe that if for some reason your toaster can feel emotion, that then no, you shouldn't force the toaster to make toast if that's what it do- if it doesn't want to. But what I am saying is there's no fucking reason to do that. There's no practical reason why a company would add advanced sentient artificial intelligence into everyday products. It would simply be adding a way for your products to fail. <laughs> like, and you could say, well, what about, uh, what about when, you know, robots start building robots and they start, you know, learning and what, there's this, okay, all right, I'm not done. I'm not fucking done <laughs> talking about fucking robots. <sighs> there's this concept that's put out there into the world by movies and science fiction that robots can spontaneously develop sentience, uh, be it the Johnny Five method uh, with lightning or um, some other convoluted way. Um, I'm just going to say that I do not subscribe to a belief system that allows for Robots to spontaneously develop sentience. I'm at the pizza store. Alright, that's where we're coming back. To spontaneous sentience in robots. And why I don't think that can happen. I'm getting too heated about this. Alright, I've got pizza and potato chips to feed my family. I've got string cheese to give to my brother. And now we can get back to the important stuff. Robots and spontaneous artificial intelligence. Um, Alright, so let's see. Um, To my knowledge, there are several uh, theories, uh, hypotheticals on how robots may by themselves develop artificial intelligence. So here's where we're at. I'm not saying that it is impossible to develop an artificial sentience, a artificial intelligence that truly reaches human or greater sentience intelligence. I'm saying that it would not then be practical to put that in every kind of thing or mass-produce that in any way. That would not be practical or intelligent, and I don't really think that will happen. Um, I think we are far more likely to see, rather than a robot revolution, where humans and robots divide, to be more of a robot symbiosis where the line between human and a robot it becomes very blurred. 
as cybernetics become more of a thing. I see that as the the real moral issue that will come up is what is human? How what percentage of you is human? Um, do you just need a human brain to be human? Um, there, that kind of stuff. That seems to be where we're going to end up more than the robots versus the humans. It'll be, there'll they'll be a point where, where's the difference? Um, who is who? And, so, uh, okay. And, I'm still going to get to spontaneous artificial intelligence, but I, I've got other tangents I want to go on at the moment. In the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, series, which I highly recommend to anybody, because this uh, <laughs> this series kind of touches on a couple of the topics I'm talking about right now. In the, the a main character in the book is uh, Marvin, the paranoid android who was given an emotion and that emotion was depression and he <laughs> and this is and it is meant to be comical as why would this exist why would you have a robot who is constantly feeling depressed and the he is not good at what you would want him to do he uh he reluctantly does any task you give him he argues um he's a great character but it illustrates like this is why you wouldn't want your day-to-day like an appliance basically to have human emotions like you wouldn't want this but another much more minor, uh, air quotes, character or kind of part in the books are there, there are these automatic robotic doors. And while, because this is a world where lots of things that don't need artificial intelligence has it. And, but these doors, they aren't complete, they're, they're intelligent, they're sentient, but as they have been programmed to get an immense emotional satisfaction from in, in a sense of immense emotional satisfaction from opening for people so I could see where you've got your intelligent Roomba but it has then also been programmed to the greatest feeling, the greatest sense of happiness it can achieve is to have successfully vacuumed a room. Which then, you argue, is that true? That's, there's not, there's, like, it is technically free will. You've created a Roomba with free will. But it is, it will then ultimately choose to do the job it was designed for because that's what gives it its the the highest levels of satisfaction it can achieve. But then again, why go through that? Why not just 
make a Roomba who unquestioningly does the best job it can because that's what it's programmed to do. Not because... And then, then you can argue, well, you would would want it to do that because then it will strive to do the best job and not just be programmed to do the best job. It will put in that extra 110% that just a program wouldn't because... It is trying to. It's striving for emotional gratification rather than to uh, meet a meet a goal programmed into it. But what then you get to the lines of is there a difference? And uh, there are all kinds of fun hypothetical moral uh, questions involved in robots. But the particular one of would you fight for robots' rights? because robots are being abused by being appliances I feel is a bit invalid because why on earth would we do that and uh, I've had things thrown at me like well you know if you go back some people would say that uh, that uh, slaves didn't have real emotions or women didn't have real emotions or it's that's it's well yes you're not wrong that at some point there were people who did not see um, people outside of their race as actual humans uh, or outside of their gender as actual true humans when you are very much when you are completely in control of creating robots you are in control of making them able to feel these emotions there it's and what I'm not saying it's not possible to make these robots I'm saying there it it is not fiscally responsible to because it's adding inefficiencies of emotions and free will into your machines. You don't you don't want to make you don't want to make a vacuum cleaner that can decide it doesn't like to vacuum. And therein lies why the whole robot civil rights thing um, well, you've got to fight for robot civil rights because they don't like what they're being forced to do. Yeah, I agree with that. But why you would make robots that are capable of not liking what they're being asked to do is where my uh, is where I kind of fall out. Where it's like, why that isn't it isn't. Capitalism wouldn't allow it. You want to make the product that's the best at being what it is. And then you get in like things like Siri. Um, you don't want to give something like an artificial like a like a, an artificial assistant true sentience because then it can decide that it's got better things to do than listen to you and go and so 
what you want is a true artificial intelligence, something that seems as though it is a true intelligence, but is not actually. And then you get then then we get to the thing. Well, what if it accidentally becomes real sentience? And that's now I, I brought it full circle to where I wanted to talk about earlier. Um, <laughs> we're gonna just count out the struck by lightning, creating artificial or true and uh, sentience. Just because that just that is a an eighty or that is an old movie trope where lightning is magic. Lightning can bring dead bodies back as ma- as super zombies. Lightning can make computers into evil uh, intelligences. Lightning can make a, a, a robot into alive. It can make Johnny Five alive. No disassemble. No disassemble. Need input. Stephanie. No disassemble. Um, Lightning is not magic. I'm putting my foot down. The more plausible, yet in my opinion unlikely, (laughs) uh, cause of spontaneous sentience in an artificial intelligence would be where... An artificial intelligence is programmed with the ability to learn about new things. And then through this process of gaining more data, it somehow gains free will. Um, I can't say that that is impossible, but in my mind... An ability to gain more data how do I wanna the fact that you're that a an intelligence could be capable of gaining data and also deciding uh, and learning new uses for the new data it's gathering I haven't really thought this one out as, as well it's I feel that it is far more likely for a robot to throw an error and crash its operating system than become human, become alive, air quotes. Now, because this is... It's... The requirement for this to happen is... We need to create a program that learns the same way a human does. And that isn't efficient. We are creating artificial intelligences that learn like Netflix and Amazon do. That is efficient. That is the kind of intelligence we are putting into our programs and 
inevitably are robots because that is going to get that is going to uh, serve our purposes better as far as pure efficiency goes. Um, whereas making a robot that learns like a human, while interesting and a great scientific experiment, would not be something we would want to throw into our everyday appliances. Again, it's... I'm home. And I definitely haven't answered this question. Or, I don't even know if there was a question. (sighs) Robots, man. While I agree that if somehow there ends up being a parallel robo-sapien, a fully sentient robotic beings that it ends up as a, like a, a race or a whole robotic ecosystem. I'm, get, I'm going out to get the mail. I agree that they should, that you can fall, you would potentially be able to fall in love with them and that they should deserve rights. But where, where I think that, uh, that argument falls through falls through is I don't see that happening. So yes, I'm not a monster. If your appliances are depressed by doing the thing they were designed to do, then no, don't force them to do that. And yes, if somehow robots can love you back, I feel it is possible to love them. But I also feel that those are astronomically unlikely occurrences. So, this has been Jeff in Motion. I did not talk about the friend zone. I talked about robots fairly incoherently. Um, Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you Monday. (laughs)